1: Welcome to episode 46, Bulldog Lawyer, Big John Malloy. What you should know before heading to divorce court. So, sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock, but don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical, coming at you now. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. While also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men, moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching, is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting. Not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. Bam! So, here we have quote of the day. Let's do this. Quote of the day. Quote. In history, the only causes that die are those for which men refuse to die. The more love grows, the more its eyes open to the needs of others, to the miseries of men, and to compassion. The remedy for all the sufferings of modern brain lies in the enlargement of the heart. Through love, which forgets itself as the subject and begins to love the neighbor As the object, but he who lives for himself will eventually find that nature, fellow man and God are all against him. The so-called persecution complex is the result of egotism. The world seems against him who wants everything for himself. End quote. Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three to get married. Are you feeling anxious and stressed out over the possibility that your marriage might end? Has your wife asked for a divorce? Has she left the home? Are you in a separation agreement? She's distant and cold or she lives in separate bedrooms. You're divorced, you didn't want it. Well, solve this by visiting www.savemycatholicmarriage.com and sign up to watch the marriage masterclass to stop the hopelessness now. All right, all right, everybody, welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical. And today I'm going to do my segment on Man on Fire. And today, I have my friend John Malloy. He attends Holy Rosary Catholic Church Indianapolis with me. He has been married ten years to his beloved wife Amy. He has two children, Sophia five and Evelyn two. He has an he is an assistant DA in, the, in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is where I am from. And we brought John here for a special purpose today to help us dissect the divorce culture in the country. Um, And how it works inside the justice system and how it intertwines with our beloved Catholic Church. So welcome, Big John. How are you doing, brother? Doing well. How are you doing, Jerry? Good, man. I know that this is hard for you to come on in the middle of the day because you are a serious, serious on fire attorney. (laughs) You got a lot of things going on. (laughs) Honestly, it's a nice little reprieve.
0: Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I'm I'm working today, filing motions and doing all sorts of stuff. So I'm taking an early lunch and spending the latter part of my morning with you. So I, who who would I rather look at, you or criminals? I don't know, bro. Criminals. <laughs> I'd rather be looking at criminals, Jerry.
1: <laughs> all right, man. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna move into. The understanding divorce. Um, my dudes that I talk to a lot, they they are, you know, they want to know. I told them I was gonna interview you. And so I'm gonna play this I'm gonna play this part of the podcast to them so that they can, you know, get a good idea or at least a good general idea of what's going on. So uh tell me. Like Before we get started with the actual questions, you told me you wanted to tell me about your background a little bit with divorce and canon law and that kind of thing.
0: Okay, so first I just want to say to all of your regular listeners and the, the guys that you're, you're helping out, that I'm sorry that Jerry has hyped me up because um, <laughs> you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> um, so I, I work for the city and county here, Um, I do criminal law and I have for the past five, six years. Prior to that, I was in private practice uh, for four and a half years. I did criminal law there, too, as a defense attorney. But I also did civil law and I assisted with divorce and mediation. I say that I assisted with divorce and family law and mediation because I did not want to do it myself. And I did not want to do it myself because of my faith. My willingness to assist yeah. was based on the knowledge that in some cases annulment would be necessary. Mm-hmm and also i thought that in some cases where there were children even if enrollment wasn't necessary um someone who wasn't trying to defend a parent or be on the parent's side and maybe would be on the side of the kids was also kind of nice so i was always there and my wife who has a master's in um clino- clinical neuropsychology you know, worked with kids and stuff like that she would step in and and help out and do stuff with the kids once in a while, if we needed someone to take care of the kids during mediations and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's where my involvement with this type of stuff comes from. Wow. That's my
1: background. So my first question is going to be, so then can you explain generally how divorce works and how it's different now from how it used to be in the country?
0: Okay. So historically speaking, you couldn't just go out and get a divorce. Um, you had to have grounds for it. Um, and it varied from state to state. So mm-hmm. um, there had to be fault. There had to be justification or reason. Um, my experience or my knowledge is based on states I've lived in, Washington, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, historically in those states. You had to um, be able to establish uh, adultery, um, financial instability caused by uh, misuse of funds, uh, abandonment, uh, whether that be actual physical abandonment or um, physical sexual abandonment. So, you know, you're cutting someone off, you you know, refusal to be intimate with your spouse. Wow um that was grounds for um divorce in some states um odd bases in bases in some states idaho for a long time um you could divorce if after the marriage you didn't get your um uh, dowry if the wife's family didn't provide the dowry within five years,
1: and I think now I'm, what's the I'm, what's the what's the dowry? What's that?
0: So when you're when uh, you're married, uh, the wife's family um, traditionally had to um, pay the new husband uh, to take her off their hands. Oh um, wow! So um, you know, some people had hope chests or things like that. were okay, you know, I got enough you have to set up the new household.
1: Whoa! I wish I wish I'd have had that. <laughs> Boy, that'd have been that'd nice. Be um, <laughs> that has
0: largely, you know, that's been done away with. Um, well, yeah. Largely now, uh, my understanding is it's because um, the wife's family play pays tens of thousands of dollars on the wedding. Wedding.
1: Itself. Yeah.
0: So. You know, when you're going to a courthouse or you're going to a, a church and you're paying $100 for the officiant to, you know, officiate a wedding, yeah, you, know, you can pay three or $400 in gold and a couple of cows and furniture. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah. you're paying, you know, that equivalent for a dress and food and Ugh. a thousand guests and... Yeah blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's a trade off. Yeah. So I think that like in the case of Idaho and other States that had that on the books, it's, it was a holdover from, um, the religious background in Uh, Idaho's case. I think it was, um, the latter day saints or the Mormons. I think it was a holdover from, from them. Um, but that was that was stricken some 15, 20 years ago when Idaho had gone through and cleared out some of its more antiquated laws, like mm-hmm. the wife's ability to hit her husband on the head with a frying pan, except for Sundays.
1: You know, that got well. taken off the books a few years ago. Too. <laughs> so. And so, then, yeah. you, the, well, we're going to where, like, how is it? So, OK, that was how it used to be. Um. so how is it now now states
0: i think universally have adopted a no-fault divorce approach
1: oh, and that
0: permits either party to petition the court through a complaint or a filing which is filed with the court uh, after having um, paid a filing fee, which in Marion County I believe is $151 or $161. There was a change That's it. Um, a few years ago. Yeah. But after a filing fee is paid um, to request that the court dissolve the legal bond between the two parties. Once that is filed, it is in the court's hands, and the court has the ability then, or it's their responsibility, the court's responsibility um, to make sure that the other party, um, the respondent, um, receives the petitioner's filings, and there's normally um, an extra fee that the uh, petitioner the person who did the initial filing has Mm -hmm. to pay for a civil filing to be served by the civil sheriff or other serving entity um to be served on the respondent the other person normally the husband in my experience yeah Um, and then they have 30 business days to respond, they would uh, have the ability to petition the court for an extension. And uh, they have the ability to respond to the court or respond to the petitioning party through the court, answer the complaint or the petition. And at that point, they can either have an uncontested and they can either agree which they could technically do at the very beginning when the petition is first filed. Okay. Or you can end up with what is called a contested divorce where things get ugly. It's the nicest way to put it.
1: So is there a way. Okay. With no for a divorce. And we, I know. So we, you got experience in a lot of different states. So that's also a great thing. Um, is there a way to stop it? If somebody wants it, they're gonna get it is what you're saying, basically. Is yeah. there a way to stop it?
0: That's a loaded question <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, And you know I, I chuckle. I don't mean to be flippant about No, that I, I want you to be honest, dude. I mean I well, it, here's the thing. I, I mean, I know that this is a very, very difficult. Topic, okay? mm-hmm. so, um and you know me, uh I'm someone. I sarcasm. I I am the most sarcastic person that you may have ever met. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and this is probably the most straight laced you've ever seen me.
1: <laughs> <You're> right, <laughs> and and, th- and this right here is hard
0: for you. I can. <laughs> I mean, I've been chewing my tongue so much, I'm tasting blood, sir. So. Um, <laughs> Like this is almost like being in a jury trial. Like like this is pretty good actually. <laughs> um yeah, you, you can stop it.
1: But it's gonna hurt.
0: It's gonna hurt. Um there's I, I I've seen it stop. So give me, a, give me, give me,
1: give me, because I can see this is a little difficult for you. So give me an example of when you've seen it stopped to make it easier.
0: Okay, so the most unpleasant way I've seen it stop, I, I've seen, I've seen someone pass away.
1: They killed themselves. Yes. Okay, I'm not trying to stop it like that, Josh. <laughs> You didn't,
0: you did not put caveats on it, Jeremy. Sorry, oh, Bear, okay. Bear. I'm
1: not trying to like go that far, dog. I'm not trying to. You didn't say, <laughs> you didn't say, you, you said, did, be honest. You, you did that on purpose. Be you set honest. me up, you set me up with that on purpose, dude. I know you did. <laughs> You all heard him. Oh, dude. I want on. you to Did you be actually honest, go there? quote, unquote. Did you actually go there, dude? Come on, man. <laughs> My wife is going to laugh at this for, like, years when she's saying this. I'm surprised she doesn't just look at
0: you in the morning and start laughing. Don't start <laughs> she does.
1: Oh, she does every now and then. <laughs> okay. She's like, okay. Cherry, I love your hair. No hair. Just that one right there. That one right there. <laughs> no. Hey, you grew grew a beard too, dude. Don't eat you grew a beard too. No, it's just I color it so the gray is is now colored. I know, but you still it's a beard though there, John. You didn't have that six months or a year ago. Well, that's because I had all that
0: sun damage removed from my face. Oh I shaved it all off. Yeah. And we are getting off topic. Yeah, we are. Okay,
1: my fault. Go ahead. What now? Okay,
0: Okay, so the The other way I've seen it stop is I've seen some serious, serious self-assessment, evaluation, and work being done. And then I've seen the, okay. the two parties working together. Because I'll tell you, very rarely is it just the one side. Oh, it's never well no, no 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 i've seen it be
1: just the one side uh well yeah, okay if we, I, if we seen, talk about legally and it. like that but relationship and relationship you no know, i know it's not a word
0: no the, I, i've I, never, there's never it.
1: it's always it's always there's always some blame on both sides although like when you get in the like it might not be as drastic but there's like when you get once you get inside the court mediation and all that, yeah, there might be somebody who did adultery and screwed around 10 times and all that but behind the scenes on the other end, there's always something the other person did to help facilitate that or help you know what I'm saying on the relationship end. I, I know in the court end, yeah, you're right, probably not.
0: Well see'm I'm, I'm going to say that the mainline heroin addict, and the child molester.
1: Okay. Okay. If we got to go that extreme, John, okay. Harry, <laughs> you
0: can't put caveats on it. Dude, you, after. Keep doing, see,
1: you keep doing what them liberals do, man. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to go extreme to the extreme. We okay. got to stay more close to the middle, bro. <laughs> Okay. You're
0: impossible. You know that. <laughs> you're like, I want you to give me example. No, I, I do give you
1: an example, and you're like, oh well, I don't want that no, one. No, I want that. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm giving you the opposite end too, just like you're giving me the opposite end. That's all I'm. I'm, gonna, saying. I'm
0: about to give you the opposite end here in a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so seriously, so go ahead. Really?
0: Okay. So I think
1: it's interesting. So what? What I've experienced
0: firsthand. Mm-hmm. is with the exception of the heroin addict and the child molester okay and the suicide <laughs> is the um are are the those who have turned it around are people who won and this is the one bit of information the one piece of advice I will give everyone as long as there's not physical violence right is Refuse to leave the home.
1: Oh, you are so the bomb. You are so the bomb, John. I said, dude, I tell him that all the time. Do not leave the house no matter what. Because once you do, you're negotiating. It's it's so hard as far as the dude leaving. Oh, man. Well, it's really difficult for you to try to
0: woo them back and show them that you're not a total POS if you're, if you're gets, living in a third-story walk-up. Dude, I know. Across from someone who talks to ketchup bottles. I know. I know. Especially get, if you're paying the mortgage on that house and your crappy little apartment.
1: I know. Just saying, dude, so. that is such a revelation. Thank you for saying that, man. It's like, thank you. I, I cannot thank you. Not to mention, if that, you have
0: kids, uh, it's best if they still get to see you every day yeah but um it's it's going to take that self-reflection and if if you're not a you know church every weekend person then you best get some jesus in your life because you need to show that you focus your life it needs to be it needs to be christ-centered wow It needs to be the only time I've ever seen it fix itself is when a man turns his focus, not even to on on the relationship, not the focus isn't even on the relationship when his focus is on his faith. Oh, man. And and he in in the three the three times i've seen the relationships turn around in you know a four and a half year time frame when i was watching this the three times i've seen them turn around they were all catholics they were all men between the ages of 35 and 50 One didn't have kids and the other two did. So I guess that doesn't matter. But they all started going to mass regularly. They all started going to adoration. And while they were going to mass, they were going to adoration. They were praying the rosary. They picked up additional devotions. They did not live that faith By wearing it on their sleeve. It was a private devotion. That ended up. Emanating. And. Coming out of their pores. They ended up. Living it. They were not those people. They were not Pharisees. You couldn't. Tell. That they were. Those fake Catholics. Coming down the road. You didn't see them coming down the street and say. Oh God. Here comes Jim. He just found his faith again. I can't stand being around him. Because all he does is stand there and chit chat with you. And finger his rosary the entire time. I knew he was going to mass. Because I saw him at St. Mary's. When I would go there myself at noon. He was going there one one of the guys was going there at noon because we worked in the same building Mm -hmm. he was going to mass on Sunday at St. John's he was doing adoration at Holy Rosary because we were the only church who had adoration during the week
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he turned it around He wasn't out there broadcasting it. He focused his life on Christ. He turned himself around. When he turned himself around, he was able to get his wife to recognize that he wasn't what she feared he had become. And they were able to go to marriage counseling. Now, from my perspective, they would have done better with a religious-based counselor. Someone that went through the archdiocese. But they found a secular person, and it ended up working all right for them. They're still married.
1: Do... Seven Guys, years I work now. with are gonna be like, man, he set that up. I'm like, I'm telling y'all, I did not set this up. That man that you just heard that totally came from him. What you just said is basically word for word. This pro, uh, the 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 program, the Catholic Alpha program, is 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 it? That's it, straight up. And man, y'all, I didn't set that up. I promise. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll wow. vouch for him. I'm not going to hell for
1: Jerry Jacobs. That's right. So, <laughs> so that, and that is what I try to get the man to do. Folks, get get to confession. Get back in the prayer. Start praying rosaries. Get to adoration. Start focusing 100 on God and your wife and your marriage. You fix all that. Everything else will fall into place. And then we just—that's what we do. And what?
0: And the it, other thing, it
1: works. and the other thing, especially
0: for your listeners who have kids, and and I, I didn't see this with any of my clients, but I see this in my own marriage when my wife and I have problems when we're having disagreements, or I notice that Amy's becoming frustrated. And she's Italian, which is like every other day, mm-hmm. um, or there's any difficulty for us. I recognize that the shortness and not in her height, but I mean, her, her, her patience, that shortness first emanates with the children mm-hmm. and then work, then the house, than me if your guys can just sketch down what they notice the short straws are where those fuses are and then can attack those things and just address them that's right if there's an issue with you know if if the first issue that they see is with the kids and and their wife starts getting frustrated. And it's like, you know, Billy just he keeps playing ball in the house. Get him out of the house.
1: Yeah. Go outside and play ball with the damn kid. We'll see what they do. What we do as men, what we do is we see the problem. We see it. And we say, well, we'll take care of it later. And you can't take care of it later. You got to take care of it now. And, and I trained them. I train them to listen. Look, look how your wife moves. Look how she when she gets up in the morning. How is she? Always pay attention to her. Don't take if you take nothing for granted with your wife. Nothing if she's moving different than she usually does. There's a reason why. If she's upset or frustrated than she usually is, there's a reason why. And what you as a man got to do is what man up, have the tough conversation, and go over there and ask maybe not be like right at that second. But you need to address it like you just said. But most of us, what we do is, well, I got to go to work or I got to go do this or I got to go do that. And then we either forget or we keep putting it off. And then off becomes five years. Then off becomes 10 years. Then 20. And then, you know, you're married 60 years and then your wife is talking about, well, I want a divorce. I see it happen all the time. Um, so, So let me ask you this, though, John. Mm-hmm. You told me. So, yeah. So basically what you're saying is the man, another thing men don't understand too is, (laughs) man, men, we are the leader in the home. Whether this society acknowledges or not, it doesn't matter what they acknowledge. It's just the natural order of the way it is. We we are not like, we are, we are responsible. We are, we have faults and our wife have faults. But the thing about it is, it doesn't matter. The responsibility of the marriage is comes from us. And that in the end is if which is what you're saying, if we take step up and do what we're supposed to do, then most of the time it works out okay. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. So you told me about the 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 self improvement way of stopping the divorce. Legally, is there a way to stop it in its tracks? No.
0: Not that I've seen, because it's now become a no fault. It can be delayed, but it can't be stopped. Um, when you have, wh- I mentioned earlier, and and I apologize for that for tripping over my words there, but mm-hmm. when you have a the respond then when he's had the opportunity to respond to the filing the court here in Indiana, as a, for instance, it's not going to be immediate, right? He, the court's going to say, okay, well, we have a cooling off period because let's face it here in the moment, you know, I, you know, I get mad at Amy over something stupid or more than likely she's going to get mad at me over something. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to say for, you know, sake of the argument, anything Amy gets mad at me over is going to be stupid. And because, <laughs> I mean, I'm awesome again, you know, alabaster. Right. And um, so, you know, she gets mad at me. She goes to file for divorce. And the judge is going to be like, OK, well, you know, he is a, you know, to quote Jeremiah Johnson, fine figure of a man. Mm-hmm. You need to calm down till you come to your senses mm-hmm. and recognize that he's the greatest good you're ever going to get. Yeah, And so, you know, six, eight months, you need to calm down. Mediation set out within the next, you know, nine to 12 months. Find someone, submit the names between the parties, you know, find attorneys, submit names, get something scheduled. Notify the court. We want an update. Update the court as to what's going on and let us know you, we want an update, you know, if this is, you know, April 7th, we want an update by August 30th. And the court will do something like that. I mean, it, you know, it'll be a sooner date than that. So but how
1: do we, how do we get it to where a man who wants to stop a divorce or delay it? How can we get the mediator or the judge? I know this is not going to work in every state, but what I'm asking is, because what, what's happening, I'm, I'm going and I know everybody just please wear, bear with me because I'm going more because what I deal with is the wife has left. So me and John are talking about mainly from the man's point of view. So from the man's point of view, if he doesn't want the divorce and he wants to stop it, how is there a way that, that he, get the, he can get the judge to like, even if in a lot of states, the judge can't mandate counseling, marriage counseling. But here was, here's what happens is if the woman didn't left, like he said, she's out of the house. She didn't left. She don't, she's not, she's not negotiating good faith. She's not going well. Cause she, you know how women are, they get really mad. And once they get mad, they're hurt deep and they don't want nothing to do with you. So you have to get, you have to get her heart back. But if she's not talking to you or not interacting How can what you have to do with people? Because really, if the man is trying to change, there's no reason that a woman shouldn't give him a second chance. I'm just putting it out there. If a man is seriously changing and then you you have to. I think a woman is honored because I think every woman should leave if her husband's acting like a knucklehead. But once he proves he's changing, he's trying his best to change. I think she's obligated to give that man one more chance. So my point of it is, is how is there a way? That a judge can say, look, go to counseling for that six months. And if the woman still wants a divorce, then look, give it, we'll give it to her. Cause this would, would, I hate marriage counseling, but in this situation, I love marriage counseling because it will have, it will force the wife to sit down and actually tell a lot of times the man, the wife doesn't even tell the man why she left. Cause she's so emotional. She, she can't even articulate it. She just knows I can't take it no more. So Marriage counseling, if a judge says or the mediator goes, okay, we're going to order marriage counseling for six months or a year or three months. How do we, you know, that'll force her to sit down and at least acknowledge and get everything out. So at least the man knows what he did. So then he could try to adjust and fix it. Is there a way that we could do that?
0: You can try to negotiate something like that. Beautiful. And you can say through the attorneys. Right. Um, you know I could have my attorney reach out to Amy's attorney and say, "John doesn't want to give up on this. He is madly in love with you. and he recognized that he is a USDA prime grade A. <laughs> Triple B B quadruple A. Yes, he is a worthless scum. He is a worm. He is not worthy of your awesomeness. That's right. Um, he he recognizes that he does not appreciate the artistic importance of classic Disney movies. That's right. And if that's not why you left. Then maybe he doesn't understand how good Gilmore Girls was. (laughs) And, you know, what humility it is to get her back to the table to talk. Yeah. But what John ultimately wants is to go to counseling. And he wants to hear you. Because if I've heard it once. I've heard it a bazillion times Mm -hmm. from my own wife that I don't listen. And if I do listen, I don't hear her. Mm -hmm. Well, frankly, if she had anything important to say, I'd listen and I'd hear it. But a counselor is going to say, John, shut up. You ain't listening to listen to what Amy's saying.
1: Yes. So
0: if I'm able to broach that as a person who is facing, the forced dissolution of my marriage. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to take that option. I'm going to wrap it up in a bow, slap a box of Whitman sampler with it, a couple dozen roses, and I am going to crawl on my hands and knees and offer it to try to get her over there. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to find a way to pay for it Mm -hmm. because there is no way that I'm going to one suggest it and then propose
1: that we split that cost. Oh well, yeah, of course not. Because that's the best way to ruin that. Okay.
0: Wow. I mean and I mean and I know that like this is this is an ugly expensive process.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I mean, there were people who used to go to mass with us who used to attend Holy Rosary. I you know, I will not say names, of course. <laughs> they go to weekly, weekly marriage counseling and start going two weeks after they got married. And what? They, they've been married since 2011.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my immediate thought was, how strong was your relationship that you had to start going to marriage counseling immediately after you got married? Mm -hmm. And then I found out that he was a convert and I'm like, Oh, well,
1: okay, maybe that was your problem. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever dude. (laughs) So, so basically you can, if, and then, so basically the person that doesn't want the divorce instead of, he could say something, instead of drawing this all out, what I mean, he could you've do. You've got to draw it out. You no, no, no. Mean, what I'm saying is, is what if can we go to, can we, you know, if she will agree to go to marriage counseling, which does what? Forces her to sit down, forces him to sit down, forces her to be able to talk, and him to listen, and her to talk, him to talk, and her to listen. And then, if that doesn't work, and say six months to a year or whatever, then we, I'll give her what she wants. We we'll go ahead and, and expedite this through yeah because if not then what can he do if not if because if she doesn't agree to do that then what can he could just draw it out for i know i've seen long as you can
0: drag it out i mean well and that's the thing is is if i mean you can okay i mean putting on my total total jerk bad actor attorney hat Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: it fits really well
1: yes um so you we are now you are now the bulldog attorney.
0: Bulldog attorney, the hired gun. Okay. Yes. So we're going into mediation. I want the house. I want the cars. I want you to pay for my student loan debt. And I want your mother's china. How about that? The odds. And I want the kids. <laughs> and I want the kids. <laughs> and, and I want two of your frozen eggs. How about that? <laughs> Because my next two kids are going to be genetically related to their siblings. Mm. Okay, so none of that, none of that is going to get approved. None of it. She's not going to agree to any of it. Right. None.
1: Because she's already mad anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And, because, and also, after you, you know, have your totally unrealistic demands, mm-hmm. um, she's going to also want you to agree to uh, die. Right, so i mean you guys just aren't agreeing on anything ever right. so that's ever, how you ever, delay ever, it ever, ever, that's, ever, ever, that's ever, basically ever. how you delay it right well and that i mean your attorney is gonna love that oh yeah they're just hearing their three hundred dollars an hour go bing 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 right. bing
1: bing bing bing
0: right so be ready for that um Because the next step is when your mediation falls through is you're setting a trial and that depending on what court you're in, what County and what state could be a year. It could be six months. Pandemic could be longer. Yeah. Could be virtual, could be in person. Um, I've never seen one in front of a jury. um, because they're they're normally in front of a judge for these in my experience mm-hmm. um that's not saying that they couldn't be in front of a jury i've just never seen one um so i won't want to speak out of school about that um but those can be continued and be kicked out because of conflicts you know attorneys we like vacations um, <laughs> right right we have other responsibilities we have other clients um mm-hmm. So we have other things that, that get in the way, um, that drags things out. There's a downside and I'm going to be 100% honest with this. And it, it really can cause problems and it can poison you, the man more than it can the woman. Um, women in my experience can go years without sex mhm men cannot mhm if you are dragging a case out like this you will either turn to self abuse or you will start looking elsewhere hmm and that's potentially also the fact that she might do that as well
1: right which in most cases they're already doing that anyway the the woman so in what, some what cases, yeah. yeah so what do we so so that brings me to getting away from the monetarily contesting the monetarily, the, 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 the physical type, the materialistic things to morally things. So adultery. So can we, can he hold it up by like, I know one case, one cat that I'll work with, you know, adultery is hard, you know, but the lawyer brought it up in their state. You can put adultery on the table and then what that does is you're playing the bulldog attorney because she's not listening. So he's put that on the table and he's going to bring out all her stuff. Um, and I'm, is there a way to like do things like that? To because I know. Then one dude said that he can't do an adultery. Another state said that that's not going to stop anything. But what it what it does does is bring out how her do bring out the realism of the situation, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I saw I was not involved in this particular case at the firm, but
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we the case I saw adultery get brought up and included in a pleading that was sent over to counsel was never actually filed. Uh It was sent to counsel. So it would be shared with his client So that they would sit down and talk realistically. Exactly. Because she didn't want her family to know that she was a dirty hoe bag. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I know of cases where... I mean, not cases that were in the firm, but I, I mean, I know from anecdotally, I know from like friends of mine who, mm-hmm. whose marriages have ironically been saved, though I can't imagine how healthy they would have been mm-hmm. um, where the, the marriages were falling apart. And they were getting ready to split up. And one of the two of them were like, well, you know, we don't want this to end. And they said, if we don't fix this, if we don't work together to fix this, I'm telling your parents that you were cheating on me. Mm. And that snapped the other party into, okay, fine,
1: let's work on this. And, Because one of the things I do, man, is I tell the guys, look, here's the strategy. I I," and you tell me now and you tell me what you think about it? Because that's this is this is like the coup de grace question. Okay, I suggest to them, look, here's what you do. Not out of vengeance. But out of you are trying to stop a crazy woman from splitting up your marriage, from splitting up your family. So what I suggest that they do is when they go to mediation or to the court, they let everybody else talk first. The lawyers, her, let everybody do what they want to do. Then at the end of the mediation or the hearing, he, he asks his lawyer, can I now say something? And of course, the lawyer and the judge will probably say yes. What you do is you stand up and you look your wife in the face and you tell her, listen, I love you like you were saying, John, I know I totally screwed up. But I am changing. I'm trying to be the man that you are want, that you that you need. I'm trying to be the husband you need. I am changing for you. All I'm asking is, can you please give me six months to a year in counseling together, where we try our best to figure this out and to work together? And if you do that, and if that at the end of that time, if you want a divorce, I will not contest it. I'll we'll, we'll 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 negotiate and get things done really quick, and then I say you admit you administer as much as much humility in that room as possible, because then the lawyers see that you don't want nothing, the judge sees you don't want nothing, the mediator see you don't want nothing, and your wife sees you don't want nothing that you're that you just want to try to save your family, and then you sit down and you let you let her talk or whoever. If she agrees, that's awesome. If she doesn't, then Plan B is to unleash your bulldog attorney.
0: So no attorney worth of assault is going to let you stand up and say anything in court. Uh,
1: okay. As if can he you, talk? To,
0: how, how if, if can, you they, no, no, uh, you're paying your attorney to talk for you.
1: Okay. This is why I'm asking the
0: question. Every time when I was in there and my client. W- was trying to talk, I'd be like, uh, your honor, excuse me, and then I turn and in the most colorful language possible, I would threaten the very life essence of my client <laughs> to the point once where I said that I would gut him. If he uttered one more syllable.
1: Well, that's why he asked for permission first. Remember, I said, you asked your lawyer for permission.
0: And then he asked me permission. And I said, no, no.
1: So then how, John? So how does the husband get that out into the open so that she can respond or that we can get? Come on. Help me, brother. I already told you that,
0: Chair Bear. I said, okay. I'm stupid. Come no, 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 no. You just you're like my wife. You don't listen. <laughs> which is why we're going to be in divorce. <laughs> Damn it. I'm beginning to take Mary's side here. So,
1: yeah, i listening. You,
0: you've hired me and she has hired her attorney to yes. communicate for us. Yeah. Exactly. I know what you want is your attorney. So, I'm going to reach out to her attorney and be like, "Okay, this is what my client wants. He wants to go to counseling for 8 to 10 10 to 12 months. And what he's willing to do is he's willing to give her the house, the cars, take half the debt, 50, 50 on child care and whatever, whatnot do child support with revisitation on child support every eight months in case he gets a promotion and gets a pay increase. No must, no fuss agreement on everything. As long as, and he, it's already written out, it's already agreed on, but it's not signed. We want eight to 10, 10 to 12 months counseling first. If you okay. can do beautiful eight to 12 months of counseling and it's not working
1: then he'll sign it and we're done. So can I, okay. I know women. So let me, let me, let me get this in. This is the the next question. When women, they get mad and they get hurt deeply. They don't They're And then their lawyers just talking to them, that anger is going to keep festering and festering logic. A lot of times, and I know why women, or emotional because of the nurturing of the kids, just like why men are logical because they have to be able to focus, and that's we're made. That's how we're made. So my question is, though, man, women, if they're just talking to their lawyer, man, the lawyer is going to feed them the the the, the woman is it's just going to feed into that frenzy. So, is there a way that we can have a meeting with the lawyers and the clients, just them, and then he says what he says. Without yeah. any judge or any any mediators in the room, we yeah. can, like me at your office or whatever. Yeah, all, all that has so, to happen is m- my
0: attorney or your attorney, contacts their attorney says, hey, my client wants to sit down. Beautiful. The four of us, he has a proposal. He wants to run this by him. This is essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. But... He wants us all to sit down, no fighting, no arguing. He just wants to run this by. I love it. I
1: love it. Because at this point, hopefully everyone's still living in the same house. They're not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. In my situation, no, they're not. I only got two guys who are living in the same house with their wives, everybody else. Left the house. And, and and I know I tell them all the time, don't ever do that again next hey, time. OK, Hey, the other thing is the other thing is if if the
0: family, I mean, don't don't think that unless there's a, a protective order and a no contact order.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at the other avenues for communication. It, I mean, unless there's something prohibiting the communication lines. Because if there's no contact order, there's no third-party communication permitted. But you know, you can go to your mother-in-law and say, Hey Marge, I know you think I'm an F up. And guess what? <laughs> You're right, I am. And you know how you said that I'm a low-down good for nothing, and that I all I do is sit and watch the Colts and scratch my butt?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Believe it or not, that's what my counselor says too. So now I'm using a moisturizing lotion when I get out of the shower and I'm not watching the cults anymore. And I'm making steps and I'm going to a therapist and I'm doing these things. And I think that, you know, your daughter and I could fix things by going to a therapist and i want to know what your thoughts are don't ask her to talk to her for you get her feedback because if mom thinks that you're actually making progress she'll start saying things
1: and that's what i call soldiers I implement that in, 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 the, in the thing. We attack this in the, in the in the program. We attack this in many facets, and that's one of them. I tell the dudes, get you some soldiers. Your soldiers are who? Your kids. Her friends, your friends. Your parents, her parents. And what you do is you you show them that you're changing. When they see you, they see you're changing. So what do they do? They go, girl, maybe you ought to maybe give him another chance. You know, that kind of thing. Well, um, and the thing is, the thing about soldiers,
0: just remember you have to be careful especially with the children because and and with parents too when there's no contact orders and right and things like that i mean you're you're violating court orders
1: and even if you have someone go and talk to them for you and no protective order is messed up right right i mean you can you can go to jail right so I almost don't work with people who have – I've turned a lot of dudes down because they have a no contact order. Because if I mean I don't care if she's not talking to you, we can work on that. But if you there's a uh, if there's a protective order that says you can't text, talk, see me person on phone or nothing, then I I kind of most, most part tell them okay man, here's what you do when that's when you when that's you try to get that knocked down and when you can then come back. Cause I don't see there's no way around that. You have to be able to even if you text her and she don't respond, she's at least reading it. And and then that'll get to her after a while. But no what do you think? Contact, no I mean, I know I mean, a dude I, right I now. I would
0: agree. I would agree. Because I mean you could if there's no contact order, you could still I mean, let let's put it in the the uh, classification or the analogy of of my my marriage, Amy and I are on the rocks, and there's no contact order. I could still reach out to my my father in law or my mother in law and say and talk to them, as long as I'm not asking them to speak to Amy on my behalf. Okay, I'm not violating the no contact order. Okay. If they speak to her of their own volition,
1: and that's, that's what I on mean. them,
0: and that's what I mean so i mean there i mean I'm gonna say that there, there's no such thing as a lost cause, especially if it's a a, a god ordained right that's kind of the point of view I take it from, but at the same point. I'm going to also weigh that judgment based on the unique circumstances of each case, right?
1: So there's no is there a way to do once the contact or oh, two questions and we're done. How do you once the divorce is already been through it's over for say 2 weeks, 6 months, a year, whatever. Is there any way to reopen the divorce if the other person is not doing things the way they're supposed to? Like they're miss like you're supposed to give them the money, you're misman, they're mismanaging the money. Or they're taking the kids and turning the kids against the, mo- the the little kids against the father. You know, they're not letting them, they're not holding up to their end of the, you know, they're not letting them see them, or they get mad and, and start doing stuff like that. Is there any way? to come back and oh because here okay let me tell you why there's his cat he was kind of a wuss in the in the the divorce that he did what men do these days he said okay whatever i'm not gonna fight it you can have the full custody of the kids you can have the 401k you can have the house you can just have everything i gotta still pay you money whatever now he's come. now he wants his wife and his family back, but his the divorce is so screwed up, he just can't make any headway because he didn't he didn't man up and fight. He just kind of listened. What a, he he was a aloof, but now she's mismanaging the money, she's turning the kids against him. The kids are cussing him out, talking about F you, these are little 13-year-old, 12, 13-year-old kids. Is there any way to open that back up, man? Please. Well, Depending
0: on what's actually going on, with the you know, you'd have to see the financials and see what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Um, could with the help of an attorney, yes, you can petition the court to revisit the financial obligation because part of either the the divorce decree or the agreement, which is still going to be the divorce decree is going to be a determination as to what the obligations of the parties are. And if an individual's financial circumstances have changed, in this case, the man's financial circumstances change where he can't afford to pay, say, a hundred dollars a week for the kids, the court by law is not going to obligate him to pay that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be based off of his income by statute for Indiana.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if let's say, as a for instance, as an example, he was working for Lily. Mm-hmm. And he was making four hundred fifty, five hundred thousand dollars a year. He's making half a million dollars a year. She's gonna be getting two, three thousand dollars a week for two or three kids because the standard of living that they would have been accustomed to would require. That the child support be around that much? Well, if he got laid off or terminated and now he's flipping burgers, the divorce decree still says that that's how much he owes based on the child support matrix. Mm -hmm. Well, now he's making, what, $28,000 a year, but the divorce decree still says that he's making this much? Mm. He has to file something with the court to have that revisited.
1: Can he revisit? Can he? Can he also do that in case of child, um, child custody and stuff? Instead of her having full custody, can he reapply, redo it and fight for? Depending she, on what the actual decree was. Uh-huh. Now, if
0: there was, if there's other issues, again, I don't have, right? I don't know the ins and outs of that case exactly, but. Under normal circumstances, he'd be able to say, hey, you know, at the time this happened, I didn't have stable housing. Um, you know, I had some health issues or, you know, whatever may have been going on. I didn't have the ability to have the kids.
1: So now I want them.
0: Now I want mm mm-hmm. 50 Girl, give them up. And also, they're not going to be at whatever school that they're at. They're going to a good school.
1: So we we getting the bulldog attorney thing going again.
0: Right. Now, depending on what jurisdiction they're in, that may not fly. I know. But it's
1: worth going and finding an attorney to see if it can happen. Because this is what's happening you know, she's allowing things to happen with the kids that are totally And believe me, I'm a very liberal thing when it comes to, you know, kids and parents interacting, you know, but when you're like turning, actually turning the kids against the father when he's not around and the kids are disrespecting him and the money that I'm giving you every month, you're mismanaging the money and spending it the crazy ways.
0: That That's not a basis. <sighs> Okay, that's not a basis.
1: Okay, that the money that oh the money part's not not the kid money, part.
0: No, oh, okay. well, and really even the disrespect. Okay, the, the money, the money that he that gets given in child support. It does not matter how that is spent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She does not have to provide an accounting. Right. She could spend it all on Louis Vuittons, all on red bottoms and whatever else is that people spend good
1: money on. So can he open Can he say, can he do it? One of the things I ask him to do is negotiate that. Look from now on the money. I asked, can you, if the kids need something, instead of giving her the money, can I just get the stuff for the kids? I know that has to be done before. No no no, 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 no. If if there's a
0: divorce decree, it should be all the money that is going to her for the children should be going through the courts or the county. Okay. He should. There should be absolutely no exchange of money between the two parties. Beautiful. Mono a mano. Beautiful. Because he's not getting credit for that.
1: Got you. Okay. Any
0: money that he gives her, he's not getting credit for. Okay. So if he has child support obligations, he has to give it through the court. whatever governmental agency keeps track of it.
1: Gotcha. If
0: there is something in the decree that says that the kid's health stuff, you know, he covers half of it. Then he, if I were him, I want the bill from the doctor's office. I'm not reimbursing you crazy lady. Uh, uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. I'll pay the doctor's office directly because I don't trust you. I didn't okay. trust you in the beginning because you're a liar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Clearly you're turning your children against me, my children against me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to take over this. I will take over the payment on this account to make sure that it's done correctly so that you have more time to spend (laughs) with our children and your new boyfriend.
1: Right. So the the process inside the mediation room in the court goes out like what? Okay, so uh, mediation
0: will always come first. Um. Nine out of 10 times, you will not be in the same room as your spouse. (sighs) Okay. You can't, if you guys are on good terms, then you can be. In my experience, it is not common that you are on good terms. So they separate you.
1: Nobody supports you in any, if you're trying to save your marriage, nobody
0: supports you whatsoever. In my experience, most people, when they get to this point, are not trying to save their marriage, Jerry. The fact that that we are dealing with a small section of people that are trying to save their marriage makes us an oddity. Right. The fact that I have worked with people who have successfully saved their marriage while practicing law makes me a
1: $3 bill. Right. In truth, it does. It's like people just go. You want a divorce? Okay. Well, you go. The court doesn't help. The lawyers don't help. The mediation don't help. The society doesn't help. Nobody cares. They just let people screw up and don't even make them do anything. And then they get what they want. And then their lives are worse than it was with when they was. It's just well, anyway. Well, it's because (laughs) what, what what people forget is that.
0: The legal system is not here to fix this. The legal system is here to sort it out after it couldn't be fixed. We're here to try to mitigate a disaster. Yeah. We're here because... A husband and wife's marriage fell apart. We're here because a guy robbed a T-Mobile store. We're here because someone ran a red light fleeing from police and killed kids crossing a street. We... the legal system are reactionary
1: yes police too
0: we're a thermos a thermometer we're not a thermostat Mm -hmm. and that's what people don't understand we tell you what the temperature is we don't set that temperature
1: so basically, what we're saying is okay, the, the, the mediation, the, they're in separate rooms to me, or, or in separate rooms or on the Zoom, and then what? And then you'll have a mediator. The mediator is
0: an otherwise disinterested third party that is hired by the two sides. That person has extra training, they are licensed in their state to do mediations, to conduct mediations and they work with the two attorneys and their clients and they facilitate the communication between the parties, whether that's in different rooms by moving offers back and forth and bringing the parties closer together with their demands and their realistic expectations of settlement or if everyone's in the same room, having realistic, respectful, calm communication discussions.
1: Okay. What about the court hearing? Court hearings are very. So, So in the, in the mediation, does anybody get, nobody gets to talk except the lawyer and the mediation person.
0: No, um you can have um the the parties speaking. Um you will uh, the um the parties, the husband and wife, they will have to have permission because you can absolutely blow up a mediation by talking out of turn. Okay. Which may be what you want
1: but normally not. Okay. And the courts kind of, how is the court the same way or? court is very structured. It is very
0: formal. Where a mediation is more like a back and forth with a referee. A court is a formal dance, like a waltz. There's particular places people stand. There's particular gestures people have to make, particular language the attorneys have to use, particular clothes people have to wear. It's all very formal. Some courtrooms are more formal than others. The attorneys are accustomed to the courtrooms that they practice in. Mm -hmm. When you have a hearing... There are different type of hearings. Um, a pretrial conference is going to be different from a status conference. A status conference is going to be different from a status update hearing. A status conference is going to be different from, I already said a pretrial conference, but a evidentiary hearing. It's also going to be different from a deposition, which is not necessarily going to be a court hearing, but I have had depositions that are held in, uh, hearing rooms in courthouses so that if there is an issue with a question being asked, it can be certified and immediately taken to a judge so that the judge can rule as to whether or not that question has to be answered, Um, It was very odd, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I have seen that done. Um, The trials, again, very formal, back and forth, Um, opening statements, closing statements, presentation of evidence, all very unique, all very specific. Um, All
1: right, well...
0: And for each case,
1: very unique. Mm-hmm. So that's it, man. Uh man, thanks so much, man. We went like 20 minutes overdue, but I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to cut it off um, because it it was so, you know, it was very important. And I think I think you helped a lot of people. And you know, um I hope that you know you gave some really great strategy and tactics which you know everybody loves strategy and tactics right <laughs> nobody wants to that. pray nobody wants to pray but boy you give me some good strategy and tactics boy <laughs> so, anytime Jerry thanks man and um um we'll talk soon and I hope to have you on again man uh to get to, to go you know at, talk some more dude when I, I need some help <laughs> so <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> thanks John have a good thanks. day man thank you Jerry anytime just let me know all right brother bye right, bye all right bye She's asked for a divorce. Now what? Of course, you just didn't see it coming, but it has. So now what do you do? Well, what you do is step one, you decide to man up and fight for her no matter what. Step two, decide if one of these categories in the marriage maintenance master plan fits your situation. A. She's asked for a divorce. B. She has left the home c mutually agreed separation but didn't want it d she's in the home but distant or separate bedrooms e you're divorced but didn't want it now step three if you are in one of these critical situations or close to it then register to watch the marriage Masterclass immediately at www.savemycatholicmarriage.com step four After watching the masterclass, get the help you need by scheduling a discovery and strategy session to receive a proven plan of action tailored specifically for your situation. Many husbands will look at this and go back to allowing their marriage to fade into oblivion, accepting failure. But some will look at this and say, wonder if this works. Those are the warriors. Those are the husbands I want to go into battle with. Those are the husbands I want to work with. So, allow me to help. Those that do nothing have a 100% chance of failure. Those that decide to battle, fight, and act like true men become worthy of winning their beloved back. Which are you? Visit www.savemycatholicmarriage.com That's www.savemycatholicmarriage.com learn how to once again become her hero. All right, fellas and ladies. I hope that you got a lot of information out of that. I know it was long, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the, um I'm going to put like on the, you know, inside the uh, description area on YouTube and uh, on the audio podcast on blueberry and all that stuff. I'm going to put where you can just skip the background information. If you want to go straight to understanding divorce, um, because I know this is like a two hour, basically a two hour long uh, podcast. And I know a lot of people don't want to watch the whole thing. So what I'll do is everywhere I put it, I'll have the description, which you can skip to this point in the into in the video and then you can um, watch it like that. So um also I'm gonna have John Big John on again because we're gonna we didn't get into the church and in the Normans too much because the divorce thing was just too deep for me. I I was sitting there, I was like oh <laughs> I was sitting there boy. I was like oh in cap I mean I was all into it big time. So we're gonna have him on again and the next going talk about Normans and the church and how the divorce and all that works together. So, as we end today, as we always do, my quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So, go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast. Pray. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you, Christian Soldier, for listening in today. Do you have a critical or pressing problem in your marriage right now? Want help? Come on the show and ask me in person. We can do this completely anonymously. You don't have to be on camera or say your name. It's totally up to you. I would just love to have you as a guest on the show. More importantly... You would be helping other men as well. Contact me at radicalquestions at catholicalpha.com. And lastly, please share this podcast with someone that may need help in their marriage or relationship. Help me save a marriage today.